you have your poem ready? I'm going to freestyle. Okay. Well, I'm, I have it written. Nice. But, okay. It's it's pre-written, but it's off the dome. Yeah. That's that's fine. That's That's freestyle legal. As summer goes down the toilet, I find myself spoiled by fall foliage. Hey, get some water and boil it. Have some tea with me, you little COVID. That was nice. I like your new, uh, what do they call it? Neogilism. Your neogilistic use of COVID (laughs) for anything and everything. (laughs) Any half pun. A slant rhyme, partial, a pun. Just a, a noun, just as a replacement for any kind of ghoulish fiend in your path. Yeah, I was talking to Jack the other day, and I, I said something was COVID. And he said, he was like, do you, he's like, wait, you, or I said someone was COVID. And Jack was like, wait, you think they have COVID? And I was like, no, 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 they're just, that's just their vibe. Oh, yeah, they just have a toxic atmosphere about them. No, just, like, they have the vibe, like, they probably will get it or have gotten it. Oh, so it means irresponsible or something. Yeah. It just means COVID. It just means kind of COVID-y. Yeah. So it's We all know the type. Be like, yeah, man, I don't go down there. That's kind of COVID. Or, like, two roads diverged in a wood, and I... I took the one less COVID. That's a pretty good one, right? Yeah, that's uh, Robert Frostism. Well, here we are at uh, the famous Griffey Lake in yes. Bloomington, Indiana. I think everyone wants to call it Lake Griffey. I can never remember which it is. It, that Well, it's the same thing with Monroe. I think it's supposed to be Monroe Reservoir or is Monroe it? Lake, but it's it just feels so much more, I don't know. This one has a sign. Literary, to call it Lake Monroe or Lake Griffey. It feels more literary? I don't know. It just feels there's something behind it to say it like that. Yeah, I always used to call it I always used to call it Griffey Lake. Wait, I can't even remember if I used to call it Griffey Lake or Lake Griffey. Well, there's a song there's called a Lake sign. Griffey that everyone knows. I Not everyone like knows, but I think that that song that some people know penetrated our consciousness. What is the song? It's, it's a good luck song. You remember good luck? No, what's that? It was a band from here, and the song's about Lake Griffey. About how the stars were exploding and they fell into Lake Griffey. Is it folk punk? No, but it's <laughs> adjacent. It's certainly adjacent. Um, nevertheless, here we are, and it's beautiful. The, the we got beautiful fall colors. We got bats flying. We got fishing line draped from this oak tree, and it's pathetic. The fishing, the fishing line gives kind of a haunted house atmosphere to everything. Oh yeah, that's pretty creepy. It looks like a spider web, but it's permanent. It looks like pollution. The scariest <laughs> fiend of them all. <laughs> that would be a good. Ho-
Halloween costume, you could just cover yourself. You could just tape garbage all over yourself yeah. and say, like, I'm pollution or I'm Mother Earth. Or yeah, it's like, you know I'm how those... The garbage man. Those Dutch guys used to paint skulls and still lives to remind us of our mortality. Oh, yeah. That's what fishing line draped from a oak tree does to me. Reminds me that this will all be gone soon because I'm going to die well, inevitably, that's, yeah, and that's okay. That's definitely a fall theme. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. what fall's all about. We're the first two guys to figure that out. I saw someone write on the internet that um, they, they said fall happens because it's a reminder that everything has to end mm. for something to start again anew. And I was thinking, that's not why it happens. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, like meaning that you've given to it. <laughs> but that's not why it happens. It happens because the earth is tilted. There's a really interesting bird flying around there. But yes, you're Where oh, is that a bat? That's a bat, but look. Whoa. Did you see what just landed Whoa. over there? Where? Oh, oh is it like orange? No. There is a lot of orange there. Oh yeah, there's another one. I, maybe it's just huh. a killdeer. Oh. It looks small. Too small to kill a deer. Ha <laughs> 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 Well, a, a pellet, a, a pellet, a simple pellet from a gun can kill a deer, and that's pretty small. That's true. The car. See, the the thing about Lake Griffey that I find a little bit charmless is how clearly you can hear State Road 46. I'm sitting here enjoying this placid lake. <laughs> hey, I think that's okay. Uh, it's fine. I think that if you, it reminds you that it's you know, man-made, like, the yeah. this is a reservoir, and it's, like, made out of, it was made with, like, bulldozers and shit. Yeah, that's true. But, um, yeah. I I often find myself wondering how they make man-made lakes. Because the, they're the only ones that we have around. I said how. No, I know. Oh, yeah. Yes, like yes, that is one of the reasons I wonder so often. It's just interesting. I feel like they dig a hole. They must dig a hole, but then what? I don't think there's digging. I think maybe they dam they up a river or something. Yeah, they probably find like a ravine and then they fill the ravine with water. I don't know if there's actual digging. I think involved. some digging would certainly help. But then it, cause then it's like, how do you keep the water there? Where do they put the dirt? They push it up on the <laughs> sides, I guess, on the <laughs> banks. I don't know, man. Maybe they ship the dirt off to China. I will say that Lake Monroe looks like it was a hole dug in the ground, mm. but there's supposed to be a whole city underneath it. Uh, more like a town. A I whole think. little tiny town. Yeah. And then this looks more like they just filled it a bunch of water in. Yeah, here. this looks like like a puddle. This is a glorified puddle to me, and that's a, and it is glorious in its puddledom, mm. but it's glorified nonetheless. Hmm. Mm hmm. I feel bad whenever we don't put out a new episode. I think we should do it bi weekly. I kind of do too, honestly. Sorry, listeners. 
I think it would be it's it would be better for us. It'd be the quality of the episodes would be better too, because I've had I've been through a lot. That's what I'm saying. I've done a lot of our things game, in the last two weeks. When we I've when we do lot. it every two weeks, our game is so much um, more precise. We we slice and dice the ideas instead of um, broil them. And and I just think, you know, because those two things are mutually exclusive. But yeah, I I think we're a little better bi-weekly. I think that... Uh, and I'm busier with college. Oh, yeah, you're in college yeah, now. And and has anyone from your classes recognized you no. as pre-miles? They haven't said as such, and I wouldn't... Well, it was a Zoom class. That's true. But I, I bet... I wouldn't get... Like, if someone was going to recognize me from anywhere, I don't think it being on Zoom or in person would make a difference. Well, it's it would be I imagine it would be different because you would be like next to the person yeah. and they could turn and be like <laughs> you you're, you're oh, yeah, you? that's but true. But in the Zoom class where are they going to like secret DM you and be like, "Hey, I have secretly received and sent DMs to people. Ooh. Just snippy comments about the teacher you or roasting and the teacher? Students. Not really, just like told you so <laughs> that kind of thing <laughs> got him yeah th- the funny thing about zoom is it actually hasn't like i would say for most of my classes the quality of education hasn't in- decreased necessarily and it's very convenient because i'm living at home going to college but if uh if i was like a freshman who was going to college and hoping to have some kind of experience outside of just being cooped up in your dorm with one other guy, I would be pissed. I'd be a little miffed about the situation, but yeah, I've been wondering about that. Like, I wonder if, if college is crazier now or less crazy because like you would immediately assume that it would be less crazy because everybody's like scared and like, you know, staying in their, dorms and stuff yeah but then the people that are like literally risking their lives and the lives of others to party they're like i'm gonna die for mine they're probably more likely to just die from partying no i well no i'm saying like i'm saying like i bet like those covid college covid parties are probably the craziest ones ever well it seems like there's been a lot of institutional crackdown well i mean like you know i wasn't even thinking about institutional stuff like like uh greek life i was just thinking of like you know like people who like to party and do drugs and stuff yeah. but or people who are finding out whether or not <laughs> they like to party or do drugs well the funny thing is you 19. just kind of find out that you don't or you do or you like <laughs> it a lot and then it ruins your life <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. or you kind of get pushed off of your path for a little bit then you yeah. recorrect re- i honestly i yeah hey two two roads diverged in the wood and i took the path less covid i took both that's right you take both you, you take one path as far as it takes you you see oh okay oh shit what was that it i was think like it was a, a carp frog. i think it was a, a carp? carp feeding i think they they stocked this lake with grass carp to to chew down the grass is what i think wait Fish that's another th- grass? that's another thing I've always been interested in is uh in Indiana, as we know, all these lakes are man made so they have to be stocked with fish and I've always been really interested in the economics 
and, and science of fish stocking, stocking lakes. What if on Because you have to you buy it from some stocking. guy. Fish stocking. <laughs> <laughs> or or uh, I just became obsessed with fish. And you're just following like, them around everywhere? Yep. I'm orbiting them on social media and so on. No, continue with the... Uh, I mean, think about it. You have to l- be like, okay, let's see. You have to hire a fish scientist to come in and do some like, do some kind of science and say, okay, it looks like your fish, looks like your uh, lake has X amount of perch, Y amount of sunfish, Z amount of bass. And I uh, recommend you uh, purchase some pike or walleyes. I know a fish scientist. I think I do too. I know a fish scientist in training. Do you know a, a know, fish scientist by a, trade? I know one by trade. Yeah. Maybe we should have them on sometime. Yeah. Or maybe you can just link me up. I can pick their brain. Yeah, that could be good too. His name is Dara. He, he does the Elkhart River. He like. He like uh, works on the Elkhart River, and he he like uh, is restoring it. Because it's really polluted. Yeah, that's how it goes. Nature really does have an ability to bounce back that inspires me. Yeah. You ever read about, like, endangered species? And it seems like things like bald eagles and even the American alligator were all going to die out in the 1970s, but now they're everywhere. Yeah, I remember the bald eagle being endangered. I like that. That calms me down. I never, I didn't know the alligator was endangered. Yeah, it was on the verge of extinction. Wow, that would be crazy to if if that went extinct. That would be really hard to imagine in our like kind in in our kind of culture. Yeah, the alligator has a lot of cultural clout for an animal. It's like a dinosaur. I mean, basically. but think about it, Gatorade. Um, <laughs> gators. They you, they call those little like kind of four wheeler things gators. Yeah, uh, well, I think a lot of the tourism industry in Florida and Louisiana is gator focused. That's true. Yeah, I think they're too uh, honestly. And so, th- you know, I think, you know, if if we had a real scientist here, they would be able to tell us more. But it seems like these these big, big charismatic species. They get all the bucks. They're the ones who always bounce back. But like a uh, some kind of pathetic fish could still go extinct. I think. But I don't like. I don't think they would let an elephant become extinct. What makes a fish pathetic to you? <laughs> it's not about my perspective. It's about <laughs> culture assigns patheticness to certain certain organisms culture assigns patheticness to certain organisms well actually explains my life okay no (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding to to walk back a little bit if something's pathetic then it's worthy of your pathos right oh so actually the most pathetic animals are the ones we want to save the most oh okay i like that that's a positive reading of the word pathetic Anywho, hmm. I don't want to talk out my ass. Is there anything we we can talk authoritatively on? Well, um, 
you i wanted to ask you about you went to this place called birdhouse world and I, i've never it was, heard of yes. it and mm-hmm. i don't know anything about it i don't know where it is it looks like a weird i would describe it from the photos that i saw as like some type of outsider art kind of location yeah and it it to me, it looked like just the most bird houses I've ever seen in my life, and it looked pretty crazy and cool. Would you care to talk about that at no, all? No, it would be my pleasure to to talk about and explain my experience Wh- at Bill Larkin's what? Birdhouse Paradise. Who's and Bill Larkin? Bill Larkin's just some guy. He's some. He's literally just some guy who you go to his house, and you walk inside his house, and he sits on his recliner, and he talks to you. Whoa, um, you actually get to meet the guy. Yeah, because he face lives to face. there. Mm-hmm. So apparently, he said he started this project in 2011 because he used to be a flower gardener. But uh, in 2011, it was a dry year. And so he was like, I can't spend the rest of my life watering these flowers. He's also old. He's getting up in, he's getting up in, in the years. So he decided, I'm just going to paint these birdhouses to make my house colorful, my yard colorful. He now has over 6,000 birdhouses in and around his home. And they are arranged in a very affecting and cute manner. And I would say it is outsider art. Um, as an insider, I think I'm allowed <laughs> to say <laughs> Bill Larkin is an outsider. Because he lives in Lagoti, Indiana. Lagoti? Mm-hmm. I've never even heard of it. I think you have. It sounds well. Now I've heard. I of think it. you've. I think you've driven by it. It's one of those town. You see it on a sign, and you think, "Huh, I wonder how they came up with that name." It's like uh, the guy who started it had a little goatee. A low goatee. He just had like a little goatee. Well, that's what you wear if you like name brands. You wear logo tees. Oh, logo tee. Yeah. I was thinking little goatee. <laughs> He's got. Rocking little goatee. Little goatee. But I don't know. How far away is it from Bloomy? 50 minutes or so. 15 or 50? 50? Five zero. Five zero. Yeah. Very charming. Very affecting. Oh, look at that caterpillar. Spray paints a bunch of stuff. Where? Right there. It's a big fluffy one. Oh, yeah. Wooly bear. It's a big fluffy brown and brown and black and orange one. Yeah, they say you're supposed to be able... You can... um When you see those guys rummaging around, you can... uh tell how long the winter is going to be by how long the brown band is oh the brown band yeah what is the point of reference because it looks like it's about an inch long inch and a half well there's a it, it has black on the head and ass so you so usually it might be cut up in thirds it might be one third black one third brown one third black this one i think is 99 percent brown Whoa, long There's just winter. slivers of black. But, you know what? I think that's an old wives' tale. It's an <laughs> old folklore. Old folklore. Mm-hmm. Rural legend. I wonder if it'll make my hand swell up if I touch it. I bet it would. I don't want that. I'm going to leave it alone. Okay. I kind of want to see, though. All right, I'll do it. They always tell you not to touch certain things, but we need we need references why we shouldn't. <laughs> He's going for it. He's kind of scraping it up and into his hand. All right, he's got it. How how's the sensation right now? 
does it hurt? No sensation so far. That's good. Yeah, blast that off. See if anyone scolds you for picking it up. I think it's one of the more charismatic caterpillars. I'm all about charisma when it comes to critters. When it comes to critters, yeah. Charismatic critters. That's me. That's what I'm all about. Just trying to get a picture of it, because what would the It's a Beautiful Day in the Gulch podcast be without a break to take a picture of a bug? Yeah, it's climbing all over my hand, so if it makes if it makes my hand swell up, I'll find out, yeah. that's for sure. Maybe you should irritate it a little bit and see if it, like... It, it looks like it's just having fun walking all around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I bet it's irritated now. <laughs> Oh, well. Oh, well. It'll be fine. Yeah. I hope my hand doesn't swell it's up. It's resilient. Your hand will be fine. The yes. woolly bear will be fine. Yeah, well. So, did you have to pay money to go into this guy's house? No. You don't have to pay any money. Nothing's for sale. Just smile. You just go knock on the door and smile? <laughs> You don't even have to smile. You don't even That's have just to what knock the sign. on the door. <laughs> the the guy's just waiting. He's just sitting there with his door open just all day, every day. He's so lonely. If you look him up on the internet, yeah, there. okay, there is like a loneliness and sadness undercurrent to it all. Oh, I didn't, I wasn't trying to read it like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll yeah, just, I'll just acknowledge it. There is a little bit of that, but he's, he is very personable and he enjoys the company. He was like. Earlier today, there was a bus full of 50 people, Amish. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, and, and it he is an Amish county. People. He's an elderly man. He let 50 people in his house during the, a pandemic. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yes, he did. <laughs> the masks are not popular in Lagodi. Let me say that. It's, it's interesting. I was like... Uh, Do the I, Amish wear masks? I would be surprised. It seems like they, it seems like, I'm sorry I interrupted. We'll go back to that later. Continue with your thought. I, uh, I mean, I was just saying, like, we went to Lagodi. It was fine. Uh, I looked up the Lagodi tag on Instagram, uh, and nobody was wearing a mask in any context. And it was like, it seemed a little sinister to me. And so I, and I was like, is this just, is, is like Bloomington that much of a bubble in Indiana? that like yeah i think it is but then i i i was like i wonder what's going on in my hometown so i looked up franklin indiana on the instagram tag and plenty of people are wearing masks how big is Lagodi? i'm sure it's tiny but uh yeah i mean i think it's just like cultural stuff leadership stuff i also think franklin has a college in it so i think like if you're trying to attract people from around it's like a it's you're gonna err on the side of wearing masks for pr reasons regardless of whatever else you think so and they don't and franklin they do and lagodi oh, they do not lagodi they don't yeah so that's that but i, w- I think uh the amish are the hasids of the midwest it, well yeah i, yeah. I mean that's I mean, like, yeah i mean the, you could uh, yeah, you could uh, yeah. you could pick that apart a little bit but i think broadly yeah, out like uh, yeah, in the sense that they uh, in the sense that they have beards and they they wear simple clothing and yes, that is mostly what and hats and 
they live in their own very sort of solip solipsistic kind of community community where it's like kind of they're a mystery to everyone who's not directly connected to them yeah and there's like kind of resentment and tension with outsiders but yeah. obviously they have to interact with the outside world but i would wonder how COVID is in the amish community i kind of bet it's barreling through it just annihilating them that would be my guess because they're all very sort of communal living and you know but also, I was just thinking just from, like, a bonnet standpoint, <laughs> like, they should be able to whip up masks, like, just immediately, no problem. Oh, they, yeah. They would be the first people to have masks. They just take the bonnet and just put it on your face instead of on the back well, of your Well, likewise, head. I think a yarmulke would be pretty easy to repurpose. How does a yarmulke attach to the dome? It kind of just sits there. Is there a it's body just pin? Perf- no, it's just perfect geometry. No, yeah, there. A lot of people will use a barrette. Oh yeah, barrette. Yeah, barrette. That's what barrette. I prefer barrette? the the barrette? just perfect geometry of letting it sit on top. <laughs> That's sacred to me. Uh, the barrette. Do you a have little, a yarmulke? Well, you know, no, I don't have one. You don't. I don't. Have I do a wear a, a ball cap all the time though. Is that your is that your spiritual yarmulke? Yes, I, I, I the, uh, the bird hat. I'm too modest. I do not want God to see the top of my head out of modesty reasons. <laughs> yeah. One time I was out with out with Miles, and the wind blew his hat off, and God saw. Yeah. God saw. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I'm not. Gonna, I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna stop right now. Uh. Yeah, that's cool, man. So you enjoyed. You enjoyed the uh, birdhouse, like, art space? Yeah, it was shit. utterly delightful. I was delighted the whole time. He has all these rocks, these spray paints. He's not, like, his hand isn't good. He's not good at painting, but whoa, he does his thing. I think I think. Oh, and he lives in a geodesic dome. Good. Did I already mention that? Really? Yeah. That's cool, man. Like Buck, Buckminster Fuller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you mean geodesic? I don't know. I just think anytime someone lives in any kind of dome, they say it's geodesic. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah, but I think I feel like I feel like maybe geodesic implies the fucking uh kind of like the fucking triangle. Yeah, there were the tr- there uh, was the triangular iteration. Yeah, geodesic certainly has implications. I actually don't know what they are, but I would like to live in a dome one day. S- there's this guy out on the east side mm-hmm. who lives in a dome. My my uh, friend Ruben Gingrich was in town, and he was just like jamming. He's like a really good drummer he's in the band the main squeeze mm-hmm. and he was like hey uh can you drop me off at my friend's house and we like drove like into the forest kind of like there was like a wooded area and we just came up to this dome and then we came went into this dome and there was just all these guys like just like jamming like i think they were like maybe tripping or something 
That's the other thing about geodesic domes is stuff like that always happens there. (laughs) It's either some some guys are jamming and maybe tripping or something. Or some guy made 6,000 birdhouses in his dome. Yeah, I don't think you can just have like a... You can't just live in a dome and then just be normal. No, I think something... There's always something... uh, There's always something bubbling in there when it's geodesic. Hmm. Is there any more to that story? Um, the guy that came up to me and was like, do you play? <laughs> and I was like, uh, nah. No. Yeah. It's always embarrassing when someone's like encouraging you to yeah. make music. Do you play? I was like, he seemed bummed out when I said no. But it's like, I could like play... I could like play like a few chords on guitar or like play bongos or something and yeah. very crappily. And I don't know, man. <laughs> I got some new neighbors and uh they're I said the right answer. I like, got yeah. some new neighbors and they moved in last night and immediately oh. they started playing music on their front porch. What kind of music? They played a Wilco song, which I actually oh. really enjoyed and what so era I of Wilco. It was the bil- it was from the Billy Bragg Wilco album, uh, so I guess it's I a Woody. You it. could say it's a Woody Guthrie song, mm. but uh, California Stars. So I was just laying there in my hammock, and like in any other context in my life, I would be like, "This is annoying," but I I found it completely beautiful and moving, because it's like it, that's literally the first time I've heard live music since March, I think. Wait, what do you? What do you mean live? It it wasn't live though. It was live. Yeah, they were playing music. Okay, they, they it was like uh, the man and the wife were playing music. Someone had a mandolin or banjo or some other kind of folksy, uh, or maybe it was in a goddamn oh, acoustic guitar. I thought you meant they were just like listening to no. a fucking record on the porch. I meant they were singing and playing. Oh, so you just had like a little concert? Kind of, yeah. That's cool. You know what my first concert was? Ben Folds 5. No, 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 no. Since the pandemic. Oh, what? I was walking around uh, aimlessly on campus. Yeah. And they have these, like, little stages um, called, like, open-air venues. Yeah. And there was, like, two guys playing guitar on the stage, and there was literally, like, three guys sitting in the grass watching the other two guys and it was so i wish i took a picture of it because the stage was so comically small that it could have only have fit two guys playing guitar on it it was like really tiny yeah and then like their friends were sitting so close like they were probably like five feet from the stage just three guys it looked like a mini like a mini fest like the the miniest a fest could be or something like that and i stood and watched them play guitar for like 30 seconds before i felt like this is an outdoor show and i felt like if i stay here any longer it's gonna be awkward when i leave yeah if i don't just stop for a moment it felt like i walked into like a coffee house and and there's somebody reading poetry and there's like three people in there but it was like uh 
I don't know. Have you seen those stages around? It's weird. I don't know what it they're is. They're just like around? Like they're just Yeah, they're like around. They're like around stages? on campus. They look like they're put there by the university hmm. or something and they're like they're like really small and they're like fucking I don't know. Maybe you can just post up if you feel like it. Yeah. I don't know. But it was really funny. And then I I didn't take a photo or a video because I didn't want to be rude. That's that, like how intimate it was. That's very intimate and very honestly, I think that demonstrates growth. Because <laughs> I think <laughs> I could see times in the recent path where you would brazenly take in a the video. Recent path. The recent path. It is a path, right? It is a path. Yeah, the path is a path. Sure, I might have lisped, <laughs> but I think I stumbled you. into some truth. Yeah, definite truth. The past is a path. And in the past, on my path, I would have <laughs> definitely snapped a photo of said young men yeah, performing oh, music for lo- each other. Losers, so we could laugh at it. <laughs> they were good musicians, I thought. But we're grown now. We just respect people. Yeah. But yeah, that's cool that you got to see some live music on the porch. I didn't see it. I just listened. Oh, actually, you know what my first one was? I was on a bike ride, and there was, like, I think the Bloomington Symphony did, like, a distance thing mm-hmm. on uh, in the Switchyard Park on that stage that, like, that like we made SUNY stand on. Yeah. And it's, like... Uh, that was weird. It was a nut falling from the tree. Anyway, what was the orchestra like? Well, I wanted to stay and watch it, but Steve and Britton were, like... They just wanted to leave. So I was like, fuck. So we just rode around, like, around the stage on our bikes. Yeah. Left. <coughs> oh, you know but what I else? Like I, I, I forgot. I saw a, um, when we went to New Harmony, I saw an old lady play the electric accordion. She played, <laughs> like, the chicken dance and so on. That was That was a concert. That's cool. It just didn't register with me because it wasn't pop music. I'm a poptimist, you know? It was that song? Yeah. Yeah, I think that there's some kind of real cultural context to that song. That's an appropriate return to music, I think, in like from like a long hiatus. It's like how what am I gonna start with? Yeah. The chicken dance. The chicken dance. Then maybe then what's next? I guess like some people playing banjos on your neighbors playing banjos. Yeah. And then it, then I think eventually maybe w- one day I can work myself up to like a uh one of the most uh interesting examples of public music I think I've seen was uh watching OK Go <laughs> open for Forever the Sickest Kids at Carb Day. Wait, Carb Day was yeah. Carb that's Day. like uh, it's like before the Indy 500 race. Oh, cool! I think it's like a pre-race or something. But I was with my dad and sister, and we watched OK Go in their little outfits, and then Forever the Sickest Kids. I don't know what Forever the Sickest Kids. It's just is. like, like D-list uh, MySpace music. Uh, like like there's a synth playing and like they all have flat ironed hair and like really tight v-neck t-shirts mm. and it's dot 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 yeah like some dot 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 
What was that? I remember that was a band that was play around sometimes, and they would just play like, I don't know. Wait, dot 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 or? Oh, w- chick that, chick chick. Yeah, that it wasn't chick chick. No, chick. chick 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 is for um. I like that band. That's for like uh, exclamation point exclamation point exclamation. That's like point. a dance punk, right? Yeah, that's if that shit's kind of tight. That's like actually. you li- if you listen to like. Uh, Daft Punk is playing at my house. If you listen, what's that band? Daft Punk is playing at my house. LCD sounds. Yeah, system. that's like that kind of genre. Yeah, forever I like the sickest that. kids is more like three oh three or something. Oh yeah, that's what dot 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 is like. Actually, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Never mind. <laughs> I don't. Is dot 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 a band? It seems I to think track. I feel like I saw some band like that that. Where it was like a pop band and the guy had an asymmetrical haircut and yeah. it sucked. Well, I'm getting the low battery warning on yeah. this. Um, what do you think? Should we call it? I kind of. I think we should just call it. Yeah. Okay. I think we have enough in here. All right. I had. I had so much more to say. Oh really? If that's the case, then I'll change out the batteries. No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts? Uh, no. Okay. Do we, Do you have any? I don't have any final thoughts. None of I. I've never had a final thought. I'm always ready to. You know, there's thinking. no. My final thought is, there's, there's no final thought. Yeah. It's just. It just keeps going, and probably when it ends, then you probably don't even know that. You probably don't even know what's up. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> Indeed. All right. It's been a beautiful.